Hello all and welcome to episode 13 of Two Psychs in Nikes. On this show we will discuss Aristotle, one of the great philosophers and thinkers. He was around well over 2000 years ago and both myself and Larry didn't have a full rounded knowledge about his life or his thoughts so we had to go and do some research. I'm sure we've all heard the name before but maybe we don't know too much about him. So yeah, listen on and if you enjoyed the episode, please share, please spread the word. We can't do it without you guys. So here we go. Episode 13, Aristotle. Hello all and welcome to episode uh, 13 of Two Psychs in Nikes. I'm Jody, And I'm Larry. And on this week's show, we're going to talk a little bit about Aristotle. Um, yeah, it's 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 a slight change of direction, but I, I didn't really know much about him um, growing up. My history classes probably wouldn't have been uh, the best at that. We would have covered other topics, but uh, I like yeah, I heard these names growing up there, uh, Socrates and Plato. Mm. And the funny thing was I have more memory of Socrates as a footballer and of Plato was the surname of a touring car racing driver. So it's funny, when I hear those two names, I wouldn't automatically think of the great thinkers of the world. I would think of a racing driver and a a soccer player. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, I I can't even help but think of like, even like in modern times, like bands like Rolling Stones and Bob Dylan. A lot of people know the names of these artists, but they may never really have listened to their music. But it's just these names become like pop culture, yeah. you know, ingrained in society. People know of them, but they don't really know anything about them. And there was something cool about, uh, always about somebody that just had one name, like, like, and that's what, you know, Socrates was Socrates and like Aristotle is Aristotle, but it's the same like Brazilian footballers. And, uh, you know, there's certain people throughout history that when you just had one name, it kind of, yeah. it was kind of deadly, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, like Madonna or, yeah. yeah. That's right, that's right. So, uh, well, yeah, I, I did a bit of research. Um, I, I had to, if I'm honest, because there was a lot of things. These these guys lived some life, didn't they, back in the day? Like, mm, Yeah, they did, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I had to do research as well, because as much as I knew the name Aristotle, I, I actually knew nothing about Aristotle. You know, I, co- I couldn't tell. Nothing couldn't at all. Like, did, did you remember in school or anything? Didn't no? cover it in school. No, we never touched some philosophy in school. It was no, yeah. uh, definitely not. So this was all a learning experience for me. Yeah, it was great. I, it was it was a bit of kind of a. We always have to like when we finish a previous episode, we always just like mention what could we do on the next one. And sometimes it takes a second uh, to come up with something. But Aristotle was thrown into the mix, and uh, I know you had a busy weekend as well. Like you were you were doing some a lot of college work over the last few That's days. Right. So so how did you get on? Just as a matter of interest. Yeah, good. Yeah, we're, I was in college <clears throat> online from like Thursday till Sunday, so it was four full days from nine till half five each day and uh that's an awful lot yeah it's a good bit now i i took good care of myself i went to sleep early each night and got a good rest and i went for a jog after um the first two evenings i went for a jog and uh our walks you know and i ate yeah. my, ha, had good food and i took good care of myself so you know uh yeah they're long days though in front of the screen and 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 like even to take in information i find if I do like a two hour stint when I was in college and then 
I'd need a break and then maybe a two hour stint. But I find uh, like the brain and your your awareness, it just kind of gives up after a certain amount of time. You just can't keep taking in information. Yeah, well, I think what was good about this was we were there was a good bit of interactiveness to it in the sense that we would give feedback every like 15 minutes. You'd have the opportunity to speak and offer your thoughts and um, okay. but what I did find in the late afternoon, say from four to five o'clock, when the lecturer was doing a presentation, um, like slides and just kind of, uh, you know, explaining theory to us, that's when mm. I started to feel sleepy. Um, but then we'd break off into these smaller groups and have discussions, and then I'd wake up again. So I just realised that oh yeah, in order for me to stay alert, I need to be engaged. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I can just kind of start to fall asleep. But active listening is tiring in itself. Like, um, well, you know, when you're paying attention mm. and when you're actually trying to learn and you don't drift, it's, I'm like, I would be really exhausted at the end of the day in college driving home. I would be quite tired. Yeah, yeah. I know. You can really take the, when you're kind of using your brain all day and f- you're really paying attention to something, you can really, yeah, uh, feel zonked afterwards. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad it went well. Um, Thanks. So, yeah, let, let's get on to uh, so to this chap. What's the story with Aristotle? Who was he? When was he around? Uh, we all, I'm sure we've all heard the name before. So, when I look back, um, he was actually Macedonian originally. And this is quite topical because, was it last year, um, there was a whole a name a naming discussion about Macedonia because there's a Greek state I think that's also called Macedonia and then there's mm. the country of Macedonia so oh, right. I think it's yeah it's been going on a, a good few years um the Greek Macedonian border um I think it's gone back and forth a little bit over the centuries so it, I, it was interesting to find that he was Macedonian but he spent a lot of his time in Athens once mm. um once he became studied but he actually um, so he was born in 384 BC, which, like, I mean, doesn't mean much to us, probably. Like, you hear these figures thrown out. His dad died when he was quite young, and uh, he ended up studying under Plato, which is a, like, it, that's an, I found that interesting that we might have inherent qualities or we might have um, ambitions, but it really, it's really who, who you get to study under or. The, the surroundings you're in or the, the people mm. you get to learn from like because Plato was in turn like he was a, a student of Socrates that's right so yeah so you could say are they was this just a fluke or were they had they got the potential and because mm. they studied under a certain person it brought it out like yeah yeah um, that was I thought that was cool yeah me too yeah I thought that was interesting yeah yeah because um Aristotle does mention about like the importance of uh, teachers and mentors to guide people. So it looks like in Plato he had a good mentor, um, uh, in Torn Plato had a good mentor in uh, Socrates. So, and 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 it seemed like they didn't just spout each other's rhetoric. Like they they had their own thoughts and ideas, and they weren't afraid to 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 change what their tutors had had told them. You know, which. I like that too. So that was obviously ingrained in them as well from their teachers to have your own thoughts and go out and do your own research. So, um, and even what he was into, like he was into so many different things. Oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you hear these names and you think, okay, they maybe they they had some good concepts. They did a lot of writing, but I mean, 
his his breadth of abilities like he was into the sciences he was into biology and um, physics then he did a lot on like psychology yeah. uh, even economics like it was like nowadays if you could span all those you'd be you'd be looked upon nearly as a, as a strange oh, yeah. type yeah you'd be like <laughs> like Einstein above Einstein because like Einstein would have focused on one particular area most people just are experts in one area so to kind of cover so many different areas like yeah it's kind of unknown it's unheard of it's, it's brilliant and well isn't the education system nearly nowadays kind of like it wants you to specialize it, you know you can do a major and a minor or whatever but it does seem to want you to go narrower and narrower and by the time you get to a doctorate you're kind of very specific whereas mm-hmm. you know you don't get to really do four or five or six different things yeah. uh, to that level it's it's cool and um did you notice when when he like when he so when he came out of the out of school with underplayed he tutored alexander the great when alexander the great yeah, was only no, a kid yeah. and before yeah. he was known as the great he he was just alex alexander. the, the young yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, and he tutored him like uh, which which is cool like yeah yeah it's amazing isn't it yeah, I I love that. Anything? Did you find that else about him as a as a child? Or I didn't really get too much when he was a youngster. Um, no, not really. There wasn't too much information out there about him when he was young. No, that would be interesting. It would be interesting to to know. Oh, well, his father was the royal doctor. Oh, yeah. So his father was a doctor and a royal doctor at that. Okay. So like, what's that? Are you storing a cup of tea or something? Do you know what that is? I, I didn't know if that was going to be picked up on the mic. Um, <laughs> I decided... <laughs> I love that. I just stirred a cup of tea. I decided to uh, do this in another room, in the kitchen. And I just... I'm sitting here at the kitchen table and the dog just oh, walked the dog in is uh, drinking he's, he's water. he's slurping. I forgot his bowl is beside yeah, me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. quite warm. I can touch his ear yeah, here. Yeah, because the sound he, didn't sound like something a human would be doing. It is like, what? <laughs> ta- are you tapping your feet on water? <laughs> what's he doing that's, that's like the yeah ploop, ploop, ploop. so that's what that was He's, I was hoping that yeah. that I could be quiet and you would talk and I would cut my bit out but then you, you gave it away so that's okay um, so he was the royal doctor that's okay but then he did like he passed when when Aristotle was, was quite young, young yeah. so I don't think you're and he, he got a guardian then and I think his guardian was was um, uh, an extended member of the family maybe like an uncle or something but mm. um but let me see yeah so uh once he came out then he uh he he's, he set up a school did you see that yeah the it's called, called the lyceum yeah i've heard of places bob marley did a famous concert in the lyceum in london and mm. as i read that i was like oh that's why uh that venue must be called that. It's it's you know the way they call venues sometimes. Yeah. Names and the, you don't you for, you don't actually know why it's called that, but yeah, now I know why. Okay, okay, that's good because I think it was a building, um, and then he set up a school called the Lyceum, but I think there was an actual building before him called the Lyceum. That's how it looked because they found the ruins and stuff of it. But he he was I think he took like. He took it to a new level because where it looked like his teachers before him, they were they were exceptional, but they would prefer to to mull and sit and do their own thinking. Where he was sending out researchers like around to to bring back all the information on mm. economics, politics, science. So he was actually getting like information on the ground, and then he was he he probably started to do it more scientifically. Like it seems like he wanted to do more research 
try and get some facts and then make a more balanced kind of um, opinion on it. Yeah, I think he had a formula to it, yeah. And he started a big library as well, which is deadly because I sp- nowadays we just go on online or what else do we do? We go to school. But I mean, back in the day, where did you get all your information? How, how did you learn? Like you needed you needed a, a, a source and he started a library on papyrus scrolls. All the stuff was, man, that's so cool thinking back, isn't it? Mm. But I imagine like uh, you couldn't just walk in and get a library card like it's, would you? You probably had to be the son of a doctor, you know, yeah. like, so you would have had to be probably well off to get access to that type of information. Those, That's right. Those it wasn't documents. public. Yeah. It wouldn't yeah. have been a public library or anything like that. Um, and there was a t- thing I thought was interesting that when he was teaching his students, they didn't sit in a classroom. They'd walk around and follow him wherever he was walking and he'd be talking and they'd be taking notes and listening and asking questions so <laughs> i think um, that was brilliant. yeah they had a nick the students had a nickname uh, the wanderers because they'd be following their lecturer around obviously you know, that's the he taught well like that yeah obviously like that's how he he did his like his, yeah because yeah, standing still maybe it wasn't conducive to like good teachings i love that yeah but yeah yeah i thought that good, was fantastic good. like yeah Good professors are always slightly eccentric, I think. There's always a slight twist to them. Would you, you would you, like a lot of the time, I think it's great. Yeah, it's kind of non conformant. I don't know, like, there was, I don't know what uh, conforming would have looked like back then, but yeah, there's sometimes an element to not conforming and just going with whatever you feel like doing. And if that's walking around while you're teaching outside, so be it. Like, then so be it. I'd love that following around. It reminds me of a. Uh, when you're in the hospital and like um there's trainees following the surgeon or following the doctor around and like yeah the yeah doc- exactly they're, yeah. They're, they're behind with their notes and some of them yeah. come into the room and some of them don't it's brilliant because you um, need to be close to him like to hear what he's saying because imagine the people at the back be constantly what what did he say there that's true yeah. and if there was a bit of work going on in the streets or if there was a bit like yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah. Did you get that? Did you? And it wasn't as easy as just like, I'll text it to you later. Like, don't worry. Or, you know, we'll email all this at the end of class. You don't have to worry about taking notes right now. How are they even taking notes? Like, how are they even? Did you have to just remember or could you? On a scroll. I imagine a scroll and a feather pen. Yeah, but you'd have to keep dipping the pen. How would you? How were you walking around <laughs> dipping the pen? I don't. I don't think this was Probably really a little portable ink inkwell on a belt or something. They dip it in, and they all shared it. Maybe they all shared. <laughs> Maybe he had it on him, and they just kept dipping in. Um, and then did you see he brought a, a, a book, and it was named after his son, which is pretty cool. Like um, it's a it's it's a word, and I don't mm. know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Nicomachean ethics. Um, and yeah, that was that's after his son's name, isn't it? Nick, Nick. Yeah, well, I think it was Nico Mattress, Nico Mattress, and yeah. it, it was just slightly changed. But um, there was a few, like, if, a lot of the stuff lived until now, a lot of the stuff he came up with. But um, there was an interesting one I read about where he believed that um, you, we should seek happiness in our lives. But mm. he, he said that happiness wasn't just like seeking out pleasure. Did you read about some of this? I did, yeah. He uh, identified 11 virtues. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that, right? The virtues that make people happy. And uh, I'll quickly go through them. Courage, courage, temperance, liberty, friendliness, magnificence, magnanimity, pride, uh, modesty, patience, truthfulness, and wittiness. 
that's the well, they, yeah, that's they're they're pretty solid to be honest. I didn't see them. Yeah. Um, well, he does talk about character. The stuff I read about. Um, you you need to develop the right kind of character. But he he did say that the longer, it, 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 true happiness, like it it took a long time, and he said children couldn't be truly happy which i suppose it because we often say nowadays like oh you know when you see children playing or running around mm. and they just seem the ultimate expression of true happiness but he his his idea was that you can, it's it's a moment of pleasure and joy but it's not true happiness because yeah. you need to have a longer experience and a built up um repertoire say to become truly happy did, did you did you did you notice that yeah, I understand what he's saying, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Even to be able to put words on it. Because as a child, like, you might feel something but have no words to describe it. So then if you can't... Sometimes it's necessary to talk with someone about something you're feeling about, you know. But if you can't, if you don't have the words to describe it, that could be quite difficult as a, as a child. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah. I, I see what he means. We probably think of happiness nowadays as, that, as like... I want to, I don't know, eat a, a good meal or I want to uh, go on my holidays or um, but get myself, I don't know, a, a new a new something, uh, go out and make a purchase. I suppose that's what we probably think of a lot of the time when we think of happiness. It's that feeling of, of being happy. But he was more like kind of reckoning um, you should be a good person and do the right thing. And in the end that will make you like a more satisfied well-rounded individual um and the, you're yeah. saying the right thing and uh he kind of defined that in the sense that he with all those 11 virtues that he he uh, mentioned he said uh, every virtue was in the middle of two voices so like uh if courage is one of the virtues either side of courage would be like cowardice and on the on the other extreme side would be rashness, you know, mm. or like with um, uh, wittiness, being a bore would be on one end of the spectrum, <laughs> and being a buffoon on the other end of the spectrum. So okay. in the middle, you'd have like a bit of uh, being witty but tactful. Oh, they're deadly. They're, yeah, oh, I look, that could bring I, happiness. I, that could bring happiness. You know, where if you're boring, no, nobody want to hang around with you. If you're a buffoon, you're a bit like the cl- clown, like. So yeah, if you can find that bit, that wittiness in the middle, yeah, that's that can be that's like the, a real uh, admirable. You see that in someone like and look, oh, I wish I was witty like that and sharp, but not too much, not too little. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. So it's like a continuum, and somewhere along that continuum is just right. It's like the sweet spot. Oh, that's, yeah, that's deadly. Yeah. I never actually, um, I never seen virtues like that where they were bookended. With two different voices, I never, yeah. I, I just never, I never structured it like that in my mind. So that's that's a big learning for me, like to to view it like that. No, because, we've never uh, seen that. Some things would stand out in my mind quite clearly, like some virtues that I have. But equally, there'd be ver- voices that would jump out as well, especially with the wittiness. I probably more fall into the buffoon <laughs> <laughs> side of things sometimes. <laughs> You know, um, so anyhow, yeah, look, uh, that's my own stuff. No, they're brilliant. They're, I, I, I've never thought about it either, like that you can put them at each end. It could even be helpful. I've, I've never thought about that each end and trying to find a middle ground. Uh, like even, I suppose, 
what I would be thinking of myself, like kind of um, grinding it out, like maybe like hard working on one end and maybe like lazy at the other end. And there's like a sweet spot of working mm. efficiently and using your time wisely somewhere there in the middle. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, oh, that's that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, mm. And and I don't want to get on to his later life before uh, like there was one or two things. That, that did you, is there anything else during his life? He had to move away. He had to leave. Uh, I think he went. Did he go to Asia? Did you did you notice that? And then he came back to to Athens. No, I I, I didn't know that actually. Um, no, no. I think he went. Tell to me Asia. more. Tell uh, me more. Well, that I was. I'm only. I'm. I was hoping when I threw it out there that you would follow it up. No, Sometimes no. I do that. Sometimes <laughs> okay, that's my, sorry. my. It's a technique. But when you didn't grab it, I thought, oh no. So, uh, yeah, I think he headed off for a while, and then um, when Alexander the Great um, became the ruler of Athens, he came back, and that was like so. That was that was all I know. I don't know why he went away, but. When he came back, um, obviously because he had a history with Alexander the Great. He had a relationship with Alex, as he yeah, used to be with called Alex, back yeah. in the day. I wonder, did he call him Alex or just the G? Yeah. I want maybe yeah, the, the G. G that would be the cool. G, <laughs> hey, yeah. the G. So, yeah. um, and then unfortunately, Alexander the Great died, and I he was I think he wasn't he wasn't very old when he died, um, yeah, yeah. and it was pretty sudden. And then the problem was, uh, as I was ta- as I was saying to you earlier about Macedonia and Greece, that they mm. they have a bit of a of a history. That the problem once Alexander the Great was gone, there was a bit of tension, and be- because okay. um, because Aristotle was Macedonian originally, yeah. he he felt a bit under threat. So I think he had to move. He had to he had to relocate to an island. I think like where like like exile type of exile. Yeah, he, I think it, it was effectively like he'd gone in exile and then he mm. he died there. But uh, he he wasn't there too long. I think he was like late fifties when he had to leave Athens. Um, yeah, and he died around sixty two years of age, um, which was for back then. That's he lived quite a long life, like very long what, life. It's exactly what I thought. You 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 don't think into the sixties. Like all them no. centuries ago, yeah. Did you did you know he had two wives as well? Um, his his he, first wife at uh, the same time. No, not well. Jesus, you might be on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, did you did you find anything? No. Um, he he had one, and uh, unfortunately, she passed away. And then okay. uh, he 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 got another one. But rumor has it that she was a slave. This this second woman was was originally a slave, that was given okay. to him by um, Macedonia. But then he freed her in order to marry her. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, that was the that times. Was crazy, huh? Yeah, I know. Oh my god, given a slave. Yeah, yeah, different times. Different like, times. Why, 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 like, it's a gift, is it? Like, a, a, a person, happy yeah. birthday. Here's a human being to do what you will. Like, it's yeah. it was, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, like, I don't know if we fully left those times, which which is mad. Here we are, mm. like, mm. centuries, thousands of years later, and uh, that's still probably going on. Um, yeah. So that was it. But he married her in the end. Once he freed her, I think he could then legally marry her because she wasn't I don't think he would marry a slave you know yeah yeah but he seemed like a decent guy so like uh, yeah I wouldn't say that'd be kind of in this uh, well he did accept, it sounds like he accepted a slave at the same time so look who knows I don't know 
yeah. yeah but other than that, it. other than that, his his what what anything I found wasn't really tainted. Like he seemed to be a, a legitimate kind of decent bloke. Yeah. And would you t- anybody come to mind like c- currently who you could? Is there any Aristotle? Who's the Aristotle of like the twenty fourth century? Well, that's or Aristotle's. Man, man, that's a great question. And it does it. The problem is, like when when things are current, it doesn't quite have the enigma. Like I know, um, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, like it. It's always the same with somebody that thinks differently. A lot of the time, they're not really recognised while they're around, and it's only when they pass on or even way later that their stuff is revered. Like um, mm. it would be a current day. Aristotle, a brilliant thinker. See, we've moved so much now into technology and science that philosophy and that is uh, Elon not... Musk. Elon Musk, I think, will be mm. one. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- okay. I think I think so. I think I think because it, when he passes away, and you look back and. There's just these big signposts like uh, SpaceX, you know, and if they do go to Mars and they are successful with their goals, you know, that's that's a, like that's a major endeavor and will be a major achievement. And then is a Tesla. If something becomes of that, if that becomes like the car of the future, if they get the price right, where the common man and woman can purchase them. Like and then uh, solar power and pe- like he he's involved in some big things. So I think when you have a have a few big things like Einstein uh, and relativity, you have a, those big signposts where you look back and all the smaller stuff falls by the wayside. But you're left with these major endeavors that they achieved or something. And I think Elon Musk might be one of those people. He'd be a future Einstein type of guy. I really think so. Okay, well, that's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, I I I wouldn't have have thought of him like that, but I I get your your argument for him. Yeah, he's he's doing a lot of like majorly interesting things. Um, will he go down like Aristotle? Who knows? Like maybe if he had a cooler single name, maybe that that's what I'd recommend to him. Like before he well, before he croaks it, maybe he takes on a more single name, and then in <laughs> a couple of centuries, people will study about. This 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 fella, but anyone else can it was because that was a good example. But that's probably a lot of like the tech and stuff. Anyone anyone just like that's, I suppose you would have people like not Paolo Coelho and things like that. But you'd have a lot of people that can that can tell a lot of uh, a lot of morals in in very nice ways. Like you've got some beautiful authors, I suppose that would be. They won't go down as probably these types of thinkers, but in I think as communicators. Uh, mm. To take to take heavy ideas, and to spread them in, in a certain way that like ninety five percent of the race can understand them. I think that's a real amazing skill because. Um, mm. uh, who who comes to mind though? When did anybody come to mind? Don't you? Well, the likes of Paolo Coelho and. Um, oh, Paolo Coelho, the author of yeah, um, ah, of, yeah, 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 of all those books, and. Um, Maybe um, Tolle, 
Eckhart Tolle, people like those, they would be. Yeah, Eckhart Tolle, yeah. <coughs> they, people, I, I, I can't think of more off my head, but less so like the motivational people <coughs> and things like that, but more so um, just who can translate the big ideas um, yeah. into into really manageable kind of readings. I think that's a real important skill. Obviously, it doesn't look as as amazing as flying to space or driving an electric vehicle. Um mm. And maybe there is other people doing doing that kind of work. Um, I would say that Musk is very good at the marketing of himself and his stuff, and he's he's very well connected. It seems. Um, there's probably a, a lot of people that we don't know that don't have the prowess to market themselves, but are doing almost equally. Incredible work. Would you would you be on the same talk? Well, it's like you and I knew Aristotle's name, but we didn't really know anything about him. So what's that like? It just it's just a like a name. Sometimes alone is what everybody in the world knows the name, right? Yeah. Of someone from hundreds of years ago, but they don't know anything about them. But the fact that everybody knows the name, it leaves it at some stage. You could check that out, but if you didn't even know, if the you only knew that one thing, and then on the flip side, if you didn't know that one thing, then the person is gone. Like, yeah. Like, so, because they're not, they're not even on your radar. So I, I think just the one thing of like Elon Musk, everybody in the world probably knows of him now. Yeah. Um, I think that's a key thing. Uh, the kind of marketing of. If everybody knows your name, that kind of gives you like um, immortality. Yeah, mm-hmm. where does I, I suppose you're right. Whereas I'm talking about other great thinkers that may never be known. So then, does it? Yeah, does 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 there's going to be no kind of um, future knowledge in that? Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, right, not yeah. not on a global scale, kind of like just general public. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, yeah, household name kind of thing. I wish I'd I wish I'd had that question before because that's a deadly question for for this. It would have been good. Could I think of anyone? Because I'm I'm sure I have a few, but I can't think of any. Um, yeah, that was so. So you enjoyed it anyway. It was something something different to look up Aristotle. Yeah, yeah. I was actually glad. Yeah, to to get to know a bit more about Aristotle because I didn't know anything about him. So for the like a, that one thing about the bookends of a virtue, you know, yeah. um, just find that fr- fascinating. Like. You know, and it's yeah. nearly if if you do know that you're rash, like then you're not too far away from courageous. You know, yeah, like it's like you, you probably have you'll have one of a virtue or one end of the voices, like so. You, it's just a journey then to get to the middle. You know, yeah. Whereas when you're yeah. looking at them in, as as just alone concepts, the individual concepts, then like say say you're you're not humorous like say say you just find yourself that you're you're not humorous and you yeah. have bore and all you have written on your list is boring but you don't have just a bar sliding to humorous because even if you're like a quarter yeah. on it you're you've, you've you're already on the way like i know yeah. it's, it's deadly they're kind of they're actually fundamentally connected by the sounds of it but yeah, yeah. if you just view them separately they're like separate islands and if you don't have a bow it's like how i don't know how to get to to that middle ground like so mm, I, yeah i like really like that yeah that's deadly 
So, uh, right, well, listen, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to episode 13. Um, we really appreciate the support and we're we're hoping to keep it up. We're hoping to keep moving forward with it and get some more listeners and maybe more likes. And like if, if you ever happen to be on um, podcast, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just please click the review or um, share it with friends. You know, sometimes it's hard to get these around to people because obviously there's, there's, there's a lot of podcasts out there now and like people have limited time. But if you're enjoying them, spread the word and really appreciate you tuning in. And we will see you next week for more. Thank you. Take care.